few weeks ago, my daughter said to me while I dropped her off school, Dad, we're not saved by our works, but by faith in Jesus Christ. Our works can't save us. Listen up and find out what triggered this bold assertion from an HRO in this episode of Popo's Guy Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to Purpose Guy Podcast, where you get inspired to live the God-intended life. I'm so excited to have you on this show with me as we dig into all things being intentional for God's glory and our ultimate joy. So let's get into it. My daughter absolutely loves Luther in Real Time Podcast by Ligonier Ministries. It's an exceptional narration of the events that culminated in Martin Luther's famous Here I Stand speech 500 years ago. During our school run a few weeks ago, she asked me if we could listen to the podcast again. I obliged. And a few minutes into the podcast, she picked up on something and said to me, We're not saved by our works, but by faith in Jesus Christ. Our works can't save us. So let me back up a little bit. One of Luther's many contentions with the Catholic Church at the time was the erroneous belief that paying for indulgences and obtaining a corresponding letter meant you had little suffering at purgatory. Now, to them, this meant that the more your good deeds outweighed your bad, you'll you be fine. It was at this point my daughter interjected with a comment. In a previous post on my blog, josephiregu.com, I, I wrote about how religion got in the way of the spiritual leaders of Jesus' time. That's because they witnessed the days their forefathers longed to see, but their heart was fixated on the letters of the law and not the free gift of God right in front of them. Christians are not justified before God because of our good deeds. Rather, our good deeds are evidence of our justification by grace through faith. Grace and faith come before works. And so we must be wary of performance-based religiosity that assumes right standing with God and acceptance by God because of our busyness in God's vineyard. If you are born of God, you are accepted, not because of your performances, but because of the atoning work of Jesus Christ and your absolute faith in Him and the work that he has done. The biblical theology of justification by grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone, and to the glory of God alone seem to have either been discarded or abused over the centuries. Yes, we are saved by the sacrifice of another on our behalf, that is Christ. And yes, we are kept by the power of another in our lives, yes, the Holy Spirit. And yes, our daily lives must affirm both realities. A mere confession of faith in Christ without a corresponding life of holiness is futile. A name tag simply doesn't change your reality. Saying that you were a Christian is not what makes you a Christian. No. Belonging to a church is not what makes you saved. Have you accepted and embraced the atoning work of Christ and made it your own, your own personal embrace? But I want you to notice something in, in, in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8 to 10. And this order is really, really crucial. Our good works are only on the basis that we are saved by grace through faith first. 
Yes, we are saved by grace, but we are known by our works. And neither of those, neither of those can stand without the other. And I point you to look at Titus chapter 2, verse 11 and 12. The grace of God has appeared unto all men, teaching us this grace that we have embraced teaches us to deny ungodliness and worldly loss. So grace does not stand on its own. Grace produces holiness. Also take a look at Matthew chapter 7, verse 16 to 20. Jesus there spoke clearly that by their fruit, you shall know them. And James chapter 2, verse 14 to 26 speaks of the fact that our faith cannot stand alone. Faith without works is dead. Let me remind you what I said earlier. We are saved by grace, but known by our works. And this brings me to what I refer to as contending with two extremes. On one side, you have the hyper-grace theologians who erroneously argue that grace covers us no matter how we live. And on the other hand, you have the performance-based legalists who make good works the ground of salvation. Both are wrong. Both are fatal. And the Bible counters both sides. I want to remind you again, go look at Titus chapter 2, verse 11 and 12, Hebrews chapter 12, verse 14, 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 20 to 22, 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 12, Romans chapter 6, verse 1 and 2. Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. And Romans chapter 6, verse 11 to 16, 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27, 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 7, 1 Corinthians chapter 5, 1 to 13, and 1 Peter chapter 1, 15-19. These verses of scripture, these scripture references all quash the sentiment of hypergrace theology. And to counter legalism, on the other hand, we, we need not look further than Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8-10. to 10. For by grace are ye saved through faith and that, not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. Not of works, lest any man should boast. Or you look at Isaiah chapter 64, Verse 6, all of our righteousness outside of God, they count for nothing. As I close this episode, I just want you to reflect on this. Our right standing with God is on the ground of His grace and mercy alone. But we have a duty to grow in Christ-likeness and holiness. Otherwise, we make a mockery of Christ's sacrifice and forfeit God's mercy. And this for me is where grace meets work. Remember what I said earlier, we are saved by grace, but known by our works. And neither can stand on its own. Grace brings us in, and that grace produces in us good works of holiness and righteousness. We're not saved by our works, we're saved by grace through faith in Christ Jesus. But faith does not stand alone, that grace does not stand alone. I pray that you look at your Christian life in the right balance, in the right perspective, so that we are not on the either side of hypergrist theologians or on the side of performance-based uh, Christianity. I pray God helps us to stay focused on Christ and Christ alone because only He is the author and the finisher of our faith. God bless you and remain intentional with your life. Thank you for listening to this edition of Purpose Guy Podcast, where you get inspired to live the God-intended life. Take a moment to subscribe everywhere you get podcasts, including Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and others. Just search Purpose Guy Podcast.
Until the next episode, be intentional. <laughs>